Seals is King, episode 59. Hey everybody, welcome to Sales is King. My name is Dan Sixsmith. I am your host. And I believe that sales reps have reached a crossroads currently in 2018. And that they can go one of two ways. They can embrace the digital economy and the changes in the buying behavior and consumer behavior. And they can look to try and improve their skills and learn new skills and continue to develop. Or... They can cling to their old ways, the ways that are no longer relevant in 2018 and beyond, and watch their sales numbers decline. And if you haven't done so already, send me an email at dan.sixsmith at gmail.com and let's set up a brief chat so I can get to know you and discuss some of the issues you're facing. And I'd love to get your input on the podcast and get to know you a little bit better. So let's do that. Getting into the program today, how are you guys doing? Um, so a couple of articles came out last week on coaching and sales coaching, and we haven't talked too much about this on the program, but it is a very critical component of sales performance, uh, particularly today with the um, requirements for effective sales performance um, changing and the bar raising as we've been talking about um, and the approach being a lot different than perhaps uh, your sales team has learned along the way. Um, so I wanted to go through, there's two or three great articles. Um, one is from Sales Hood, um, which I follow. Uh, a, a, another great one from Keenan. Uh, from Forbes magazine, and I um, am a big fan of his as well. And there's also an HBR article that goes back um, a little ways, but it's still um, relevant. So, you know, think let's think this through. You know, if you're a salesperson out there, um, you know, shoot me a note. Do you guys, are you guys being coached? Do you have an effective sales coaching program? Um, and I'm using the word effective. You know, is, is it helping you? Um, and is there a culture of coaching in your organization? Is there a culture of coaching? That means, you know, I'm not talking about having the, you know, uh, Sandler training guys come in once or twice a year and start you know, spewing stuff all over whiteboards. Um, you know, that's not coaching. That's training. Who's there to make sure that you're understanding the training? That, you know, who is following you to meetings and listening in and providing effective feedback to you? You know, are your, are your sales leaders doing that? Or if you're a sales leader, are you doing this for your team? And um, I think what we're going to see here in today's episode is that there's, uh, there's quite a big divide uh, as to, you know, 
the job that sales leaders think they're doing in coaching versus the way salespeople see it. You know, that's the first problem. And then, you know, the other stuff we're going to talk about is, you know, what is effective coaching? You know, um, and how does it work uh, well? And then perhaps, you know, which organizations are doing it well? Um, so there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting statistics we throw around. But if we go to that HBR article, um, one of the telling things here, it was a survey of um, several Fortune 500 companies. And um, the sales leaders ranked themselves as a 79 out of 100 on average was their um, ranking themselves in their coaching ability. Um, but unfortunately, their sales reps ranked them as a 38 out of 100. So, you know, this is what we are um, talking about here. You know, and, and there's, there's a lot being written in terms of, you know, the importance of coaching, right? So from this, this Sales Hood article, you know, sales coaching is a leadership skill that develops each salesperson's full potential. You know, um, we're talking about professional development, you know, and how, how, how well is your organization performing in this area? <clears throat> And the article from Saleshood, of course, goes into, you know, well, why is this important? <clears throat> and as we've mentioned a number of times on our program here, um, you know, quota attainment is, is on the decline rapidly. <clears throat> um, you know, the numbers have been going down uh, over the years. And this most recent report from Saleshood says that, um, and they're referencing the SAS incentive compensation benchmark report, they say that 79% of sales reps miss quota, 14% never achieve even 10% of quota. Wow. And across the entire SAS data set, the average quota attainment is 58%. So again, we're, you know, depending on which study you read, you know, we're hovering around the 50% mark, you know, um, 55%. And uh, in the past, it's been in the high 60s. And, and realistically, you know, you really want this to be uh, a number that is, um, you know, going up every year and not going down. So, you know, it raises the question, why aren't companies doing more sales coaching? You know, and what are companies doing to help their reps increase their chances of hitting quota? Or what are they doing to increase the number of reps that hit quota? I would love to ask that question. I am going to ask that question <clears throat> um, the next interview we have with, with a sales leader or a small business owner. And I think it's woefully uh, under... Um, addressed and it's an area that really needs um, addressing so some interesting numbers from uh, the sales hood uh, report and they talk about what can happen 
with effective sales coaching. And we're talking about here the managers who initiate and execute more sales coaching activities uh, on a monthly basis. They're not saying they're doing a great job, but at least they're trying. What's happening here is um, two times the increase in rep attainment. Um, and I'm not sure what they mean by attainment, but I have a feeling they mean retainment. 112% um, increase in deal size. Wow. A 32% reduction in time to close deals. Think about this in terms of your pipeline, right? Um, you start adding these numbers to your pipeline uh, and to your bottom line, you know, and your top and bottom line. This is very impactful. 3x increase in win rates and a 20% reduction in rep attrition. Wow. That is great. So um, sales coaching is incredibly important. It can affect your top line and bottom line. It can affect your business velocity. It can affect the cohesiveness of your team. Um, you know, so why aren't more teams doing it? Why aren't more companies doing it? Here's a few theories from SalesHood. Number one, they aren't trained to coach and develop their teams. The sales leaders are not trained to coach and develop their teams. A lot of the sales leaders are guys that are fished out of the sales team. Hey, you're our top seller. Go manage the rest of the guys. But guess what? A lot of times the top sellers are not managers. They know how to sell, and that's what they're good at. They don't know how to manage. They don't know how to give feedback. They don't care about managing, and they don't care about giving feedback. They care about selling, and they care about their own bottom line. Next, they lack the skills. Who's training the train? Who is training the trainer, right? Who is coaching the coach? That has to happen. It's not happening. They don't know how to give constructive feedback. This is a skill, guys, that needs to be taught, right? Constructive feedback. Not criticism. Not, you know, pointing things out that are wrong and then going off to the next meeting. Um, but constructive feedback. They don't ask developing questions. And we're going to get into some of these uh, a little bit more specifically. They don't ask developing questions. They don't believe they have the time to do effective coaching. Wonderful. This isn't important. I don't have the time to do effective coaching. My guys know how to sell. They should know how to sell. Right? How many times have we heard that? Bad, bad approach. They don't prioritize real coaching. Right? Next, they spend too much time working deals versus coaching reps on executing the right behaviors on deals. Wow. That's a great one. They spend too much time working on deals versus coaching reps on executing the right behaviors on deals. Great managers invest time to review their team's work, right? 
They share real-time constructive feedback. They use one-on-one -on -one meetings, deal reviews, and team huddles to accelerate these coaching moments. Great stuff here by Saleshood. So what questions should you be asking? You know, if you're coaching your reps, what questions should you be asking them so that you can kind of understand and help them understand how they're doing? <clears throat> and really, you know, for you, the coach, to understand how they're doing. Here are a few questions. Really good ones. What questions are you planning to ask your customer? Good. Uh, what did the customer actually say? That sounds like an assumption. How do we find out what the customer said? How will you prioritize what needs to be done? Next, what do we do next? Number six, what are you thinking about ABC customer? Number seven, what concerns do you have about accomplishing your goals? Number eight, how are you going to get this deal back on track? Number nine, what can you do to make this a perfect deal? And number 10, what are your action items based on what we talked about today? Um, other open-ended questions and probing questions. Remember, open-ended because we want the salespeople to talk to us, to open up to us. We don't want to uh, ask yes and no questions. Number one, what else can you tell me about you know, XYZ customer or XYZ deal? You know, what do you mean by, you know, going back to something they said? Um, how did you come up with, you know, for example, this strategy? Why is that? You know, it's just a nice follow-up question. Or how so is a nice follow-up question. What are your thoughts on XYZ? What are some more examples of XYZ? How would you measure ABC? So, you know, if you're not doing this and you're a sales leader, you know, you need to start getting proficient at coaching your team. Um, if you're a sales rep and you're not getting this type of coaching, you need to ask for it or you need to go outside the organization and find it. Find a sales coach. Okay, I coach teams. Uh, I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to talk to you. Um, I'm also happy to refer you to uh, other coaching organizations. So reach out um, if you're a sales rep and you're looking for coaching or your organization has talked about coaching. Um, I can help coach your sales leadership um, or refer you to the right people. So um, here's some other coaching uh, uh, approaches that the sales hood people recommend. Um, sales managers, successful sales managers, give feedback in one-on-ones and team huddles, daily, weekly, and monthly, not just at performance reviews or when sales is shitty, right? Um, of course, when sales starts to drop, all of a sudden everybody's, you know, jumping all over everything, right? But um, they're giving the feedback pretty much all the time, 
you know, and that's what a good coach does. You know, think about the athletic uh, field, you know, right? Think about the tennis coaches, the professional tennis coaches, right? Um, any of the sports, right? In boxing, UFC, you see the coaching, see those guys yelling stuff out the whole time, you know? They're not just talking to them after the fight, right? After you got your head bashed in. Yeah, let me give you a little bit of coaching. Let me tell you what happened. No, man, they're screaming out the whole time. You know, they're, they're telling them every step of the way. That's effective coaching. The successful, number two, the successful sales managers invest the time to watch and review all pitches and presentations shared by every salesperson on their team. Some managers spend an hour a week reviewing pitches. So they're out there, they're in the game, they're watching their salespeople play on the field. Not just waiting for the results to come back. They're sitting in the chair next to them or they're listening in on the phone call. That's the dedication you need. It requires effort and work, but you got to do it. Next, successful sales managers use quantitative data and qualitative observations on activities, pipeline, and deals to give positive feedback and constructive criticism, right? Going over the data. So here's a few um, tips from the, uh, our friends at uh, Saleshood if you want to be a better coach. Number one, make every moment a coaching moment. Be consistent. Don't wait. Number two, make sales coaching a team activity. Give the team feedback. Turn coaching into a regular activity, whether it be pipeline reviews, war room meetings, um, but make it uh, an always-on type of activity. Number three, explain the why, right? Um, talk about the expectations, right? Uh, make sure they know what's in it for them, you know? Um, why this is important. We talk about this all the time on the podcast, right? Why do salespeople need to change, right? Why? Because buyers have changed. The digital economy is different than the old economy. Buyers are more empowered. They need, they're asking for certain things from salespeople. That's the why. That's why you can't do it the same old way. So explain the why to your team. Start positive and always be encouraging, right? Um, talk about the strengths. Talk about how well they're doing. But, and even the constructive feedback should be positive, right? No one wants to get blasted, you know? Nobody takes that, uh, construct that criticism too well. That's destructive criticism, right? Uh, uh, you know, um, singling somebody out in a meeting. You know, that, that just doesn't work anymore. That's not going to help. So be encouraging. Start positive. Uh, number, number five, empathize and appreciate, right? Um, you know, know how hard, recognize how hard everybody's working, right? Um, and also recognize that the game of sales is tough. Being a salesperson is not easy. Um, and, you know, give, give people credit for that. You know, and, and figure out a way that you can work together with the salesperson, right? Share specific examples, right? Talk about things that worked, 
Talk about things that didn't work. Talk, talk about deals that went down in flames um, and talk about deals that were won and how they were won and what behaviors you know, were used in order to do that, right? Always speak the truth, for sure. Um, suggest areas of growth, definitely. Be human. You know, we've talked a lot about being authentic. Certainly, um, not only is that important when you're interfacing with the customer, but also when you're interfacing with your team. Next, there's a great article from my friend Keenan, and uh, we did a great interview with him going back to uh, one of our earlier episodes on uh, gap selling. So if you go back and see the episode called Intro to Gap Selling, I'm going to check out where that is right now and tell you which number. It is episode number 31. Keenan joined us for that one. And he also contributes to Forbes magazine and writes there frequently. And um, the article is entitled, Salespeople Who Exceed Quota Are 32% More Likely to Be Coached. Salespeople Who Exceed Quota Are 32% More Likely to Be Coached. Um, he did a study um, as well. And uh, interestingly, you know, again, there's this gap, right? Um, in the Keenan study, um, 82.1% of sales leaders say that they coach their salespeople. Yet only 48.2% of salespeople report that they are getting coached. So whatever these sales leaders are doing, according to Keenan, their salespeople don't see it as coaching. Okay. Um, in 2017, salespeople who were coached were 37.5% less likely to miss quota than those who were not coached. Coaching matters. If you haven't picked that up yet from the 20 minutes that we've been talking, coaching matters. And as Keenan uh, very nicely puts, sales organizations are not doing enough to provide the type of coaching that makes a difference. So much so that salespeople will see it as coaching. Really important. Um, so, you know, uh, the HBR article had it, and uh, Keenan talks about it as well, and it's the title of this uh, episode. But you know, is there a culture of coaching? Is there a culture of commitment to growth, of developing your sales team? You know, you have to ask yourself that question. You have to walk in Monday and say, is there a culture of coaching? Is there a culture of commitment to personal development and growth? Or is there just the old school Pipeline management, quota deals, you know, where are we reporting on the old, you know, BS crap, you know, uh, and we just don't have time for it. You know, if that's the case, you are in trouble, my friends, as is your company. Now, salespeople want to improve. 
89.4% of salespeople will follow the coaching when it's perceived as coaching. In addition, the people who weren't coached, of the people that weren't coached, 66% said they wanted to be coached. So salespeople want to be coached. Um, those who are coached follow the advice. Sales leaders think they're coaching, but salespeople are saying they're not getting coaching. So what the hell is up, guys, right? What is going on and how do we fix this is really the key, right? Um, you know, and when we talk about culture, you know, what do we mean by that, right? It means that the salespeople feel that their um, superiors or their organization is committed to helping them develop. And unfortunately, in this study, over 40% of salespeople do not believe their sales leader is committed to their personal development. 40.3% of sales leaders do not believe their sales leader is committed to personal development. That's almost half of all salespeople feel like their manager doesn't give a flying rat's tail about them. But yet, we're supposed to do well, right? And, oh, funny thing, sales quota performance is going down. I wonder why, right? Only 40%, almost 50% of salespeople think that their manager does not care about their personal development. Interesting. It's a very costly uh, mistake. So what do we do? Number one, according to Keenan, more formal um, and specific in coaching strategies. Do you have a coaching plan? You know, is there a coaching plan? Is there a coaching process? Is there a development process? Or is this just a seat of the pants when I feel like it? Um, if things start to go and turn to shit, do I go and talk to, you know, my rep and try and, you know, give them a little rah-rah? You know, that's not going to work. Um, and, and the coaching needs to be separate from performance reviews, not the annual sit-down, right? Coaching has to be more frequent, as we've seen uh, from some of the other studies, um, more frequent and happen on an ongoing basis. And according to Keenan, in a formalized, you know, it has to be part of a formal process that you know that you need to do this, right? And that you know that you need to develop your salesperson. Um, next, sales leaders need to be hired, promoted, and measured on their ability to coach. Sales leaders need to be hired, promoted, and measured on their ability to coach. I'm going to ask you right now, Mr. CEO, if you're listening, or Mr. VP, or whoever hires sales leaders, is that one of your key criteria when you hire a salesperson? Send me a note right now, dan.sixsmith at gmail. If it is, fantastic, okay? But I think this is where we are going wrong. What are we looking for in sales leadership when we hire them, right? Next, predictable coaching cadences need to put in place, right? We need coaching tools, processes, and methodologies. There has to be net-net, according to Keenan, a coaching 
practice. Just like that of sales enablement, right? Sales coaching can have a tremendous impact on sales results. And just like sales enablement, it needs to be systematic and deliberate, um, according to Keenan. And again, these quick tips and the ad hoc feedback um, is not really coaching, unless it's done on, a, on an ongoing basis. So, um, you know, this is something we have to focus on, right? Um, this is something that we're seeing in the data that is affecting salespeople's ability to perform. Um, we're talking about that it's, it's more required than ever because we need to not only train salespeople how to sell um, in 2018, uh, right? But we need to coach them to make sure that they're absorbing the training, that they are um, learning and that they are improving and that they understand uh, where they are having difficulties and that there's an open dialogue and communication. So let's think about our sales coaching. Let's walk in on Monday and say, do we have a coaching practice, uh, number one? Number two, do we have a culture of coaching and personal development? And if we don't, you can start immediately because the benefits to your organization, to your people, are tremendous. Peace. Mm -hmm.